All right. It's that time. It's time for Beyond Sight and Sound. Let's do this. Looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. Extremescoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Errr, with ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at S&W Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at S&W Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, 
violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right. We're back. We're live. Once again, you are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, mental detecting and treasure running radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And I see Ian's in the chat. He received his prize uh, Friday. Friday, I believe it was. He uh, sent a message to let me know that he received his prize. Definitely good to see. <laughs> oh, I see that, Bill. O-R-H. Definitely. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, let's see here. The weather's been, yeah, mm-hmm, it's been poor. You could definitely say that. Around here, it's as dry as dry can get. Definitely. But we see that the bills are in. Frank's in the house. Uh, Ian, Jason, Mike, Lockwood, the Bortners. A lot of people popping into the chat. And I didn't even drop a link. And and look at that. I even tried to try to you know don't watch what this hand's doing, watch what this one's doing, and, and shared a link today. So I did drop a link. It just wasn't a link for the show. But I did share an article on a time capsule that was found today in Ohio. Kind of cool. So, it was, uh, let me see. It was uh, on the Beyond Sight and Sound page, the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group. <clears throat> My timeline, and I think I even dropped it in... Uh, Metal detect. I know I dropped it in Metal Detecting Central Illinois. There's no think about it. But that was about a uh, time capsule that had been recovered, found, uh, worded however you want, uh, here in Ohio. So very cool. Welcome to Celeste as well. All right, so links first and foremost in the chat and in the description, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, the Ring Finders, the Nocta website, Midwest Refineries, and Terry Shannon's website. We've got Ohio Metal Detecting, Crazy Spider Adventures, uh, Detect That Outdoors, All Metal Militia, and Hopper Hoodlum, all on YouTube. <coughs> Along with the quarter hoarder. Can't forget the quarter hoarder. Very cool. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. But 
there, if he has not put it up yet, there may be a small clip of me in an upcoming quarter order video. <laughs> Oh, what do you do? What do you do? And then we've got metal detecting beyond sight and sound. We've got metal detecting central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, treasure hunters, the relic hunter, all metal militia detected outdoors and detect America all on the Facebook side. You can catch Frank, Steve and Ronnie Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern multicasting facebook youtube you can catch shelly and dawn thursdays 7 p.m eastern simulcasting facebook youtube when they are available i know that uh they have had a lot of things going on and uh we definitely continue to keep them in our thoughts other than that uh Let's see here. <laughs> you're uh, you're on a roll tonight, Ohio Relic Hunter. Wow. Let's see. Yeah. Okay. And it seems like they're they're off to the races. Hmm. I keep checking up here at the top of my screen because it seems like something's going on just right there at the peripheral peripheral. Blah, peripheral field and I feel like I'm catching something just out of the corner of my eye and when I look it's not there what Ohio Relic Hunters trying to say Bill Hayes started it hmm Florida Hunt 9 Greg Greg Papalo in the house how is it going buddy good to see Greg again and I know I saw Ohio Relic Hunter mention it right there at the beginning of the show as the bumpers were rolling. So here you go. This one's for you, Bill. For the Manicore users out there. If you are the type of person that uh, you like to keep a cover on your machine, and I get it, some people don't like the covers because it there's a glare, or whatever the case may be. For the Manicore users out there, from what I have observed what I've heard, what I've seen, the screen protectors that uh, come with the Manicore are not, uh, they'll work okay, 
they'll work okay. But I've already seen some manicores out there that the screens are starting to get scuffed up. And they have not been out there that long. So, for those who do keep or do like to keep a cover on their machine, then <laughs> you you do have a good point there, Jason. <clears throat> but for those who do like to keep a cover on their, their machine, and I'm one of them, because um, I don't, I just, I don't like to have to mess with screen protectors. So a lot of times I'll put a weather cover on the control housing of the machine uh, because quite frankly, it, I look at it the same way as I do a coil cover. You know, I would rather scuff up, tear up, whatever, a coil cover or a control box cover and have to replace a cheap consumable accessory than to ruin a screen or a coil or anything like that. So, uh, Dean Ricker, we've had him on the show before. He makes some very good quality machine covers. And actually, the, the Equinox, it, it has a Ricker cover on it. Uh, the Deus has a Ricker cover on it. And Chuck now has the Ricker covers available for Manicore users. If you're into that sort of thing, you can give him a call, you know, maybe sometime tomorrow afternoon, a few days after that, whatever, And you can get yourself a cover for the control box of the Manicore if you're a Manicore user. Actually, that's if you're a Manicore user and you're into that sort of thing. If you prefer not to use a cover, don't. Don't use a cover. So... He does have those in stock. Uh, <laughs> I see that, Mike. I see that. Um... Uh, And I see that Frank is one that chooses not to use a cover. And that's fine. I mean, especially if you're out, uh, if you're out water hunting. And I know Frank 
is in a great spot for that, then maybe, you know, weather cover isn't such a grand choice for you if you're in that sort of environment. Either way, definitely make sure that you keep those screens protected, take care of the screens. The main core has not been out all that long, and now it does seem like it is showing up everywhere. I don't know why there there have been all sorts of videos popping up. Uh, quite a number of people have them in Florida, it seems like. <clears throat> so I'm seeing those. As well as other uh, areas of the country where people are trying to get their wrap their mind around the the new VDI, because that's one thing I can tell you. And you folks, you if you've Caught Frank on the show over here. You've caught Frank over on Detect America. You know that he has had a manicure in his hands for a while. And I'm sure you've heard him mention it. That there is an acclimation period. There's a little bit of a learning curve there. Because the VDI setup is nothing like you're used to seeing. It's nothing like the Equinox 800. It's not like the CTX. You've got to... Uh, you're going to have to put your time in with it and see what... Uh, see where the, the targets fall in the VDI scale. So there is that. Other than that, though, it does seem like a uh, does seem like a very good machine. I still need some more time with it. So, uh, probably first thing to mention. Obviously, welcome to June, everybody. It is hot. It is dry. Around here, we have not seen any rain since uh, Illinois. I think we did have a little bit of a sprinkle come through here for about... It lasted all of about five minutes yesterday, and I think we might have saw 35 drops. It is very, very dry. Which translates into, if you're a digger, you can't be out digging in the parks, private permissions, anything like that. Uh... <laughs> Because of the fact that it is just, you you folks know, it's when it gets this dry, 
it's really hard to keep your plugs intact and not have them be big neon signs to anyone. I mean, when when ground conditions are good, as diggers, we can spot the plugs anyway a lot of times. Because we, we know what we're looking for. But for your average person that does not necessarily dig, then, uh, you know, they... They can spot the plugs this time of the year easily. And it's, uh, it's unfortunate. So that means for those that do want to try and dig right now, about the only place that we can really hit with no, no threat or danger of uh, giving the hobby a bad name or anything like that. About the only thing we can do is hit the beach or the water right now. Thankfully, we've got some places like that around here that I could hit, but that's not the areas that... Uh, those are not the areas that I plan on trying to work the mana court through. <laughs> yeah. That's right. We spend big money to dig pennies, right, Bill? Although, down there in Bill's neck of the woods, they can... Uh, The large scent is like the wheat scent. <clears throat> For us up here. Hmm. So yeah, who knows? One of these days I may, uh... I may be giving Frank a call and we may do a little bit of, uh... Comparing of some notes and see. Um, hmm. Uh, that is interesting, Jason. Uh, I have not seen that. Um, quite honestly, I'm not sure how I missed that. I may have to go back and check that out. I assume that that is on on their page, on uh, Nookta's page. Hmm. I have to uh, go check that out here after a bit and see what what is what with that. Uh, like we mentioned um, Wednesday, let's see here. Okay. Sorry, saw the screen jump and thought that uh, maybe Jason was throwing something in there. Seems like he's uh, 
quite the contributor tonight. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, uh, Chuck will not be along with us tonight. Uh, Chuck is rather tied up. But he does still have the Shooter and Prospector shirts, Shooters and Prospector shirts available. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, he does have the Manicore covers <clears throat> for people who are interested in that sort of thing. And that's another reason why, obviously, I still need some more time with the Manicore regardless. But uh, I'm just, I'm a little more comfortable keeping a cover on it. That way it looks nice and sharp, you know, like new, all of that. You take care of your machine, it'll take care of you. Truth, definitely. Um, so we did make sure to mention that um, that Chuck will not be along, but he does have the shirts available. He does have the covers available, and he's got many, many other items available for those who are interested in such items, which brings me back to... Wednesday's show, and hopefully, um, everybody, I, I tried to remind those anyway that were interested in ordering the Shooters and Prospector shirts, you've got to remember these shirts are very comfortable, they're a hundred percent cotton. So you do not want to wash them in hot water. I would wash them in cold water, let them uh, line dry or air dry, whatever. That way, because it... Uh, <laughs> if you wash them in hot water, your large could suddenly become a small. Your extra large could suddenly become a medium. Your 2XL could suddenly become a... <laughs> I see Frank chiming in there. He wants a shirt, uh, which I'm not sure. I believe uh, you and Chuck have already talked about that. Uh, if I'm not mistaken... Uh, no, I don't believe they are pre-shrunk, Mike. I don't believe they are pre-shrunk. I do believe that, uh... Hmm. Seen it on one of the latest episodes of NYC. I'm not sure what Jason's talking about there. But yes, uh, talking to Chuck the other day, I believe he had talked to you about that, Frank. I could be wrong. Either way, uh, 
it'll still be a couple more days, people that have ordered shirts, it'll still be a couple more days before those are out in the mail to you folks that did order shirts. It, to your the, the to your to you folks that did order short short bleh. <coughs> to you folks that did order shirts what the hell it'll still be a couple more days i believe the eta that chuck would receive them by was somewhere around the 6th so it could be tomorrow it could be tuesday did he get some um he is usually very quick on his shipping though so those that have ordered shirts they will be coming out In the mail to them this week. Barring any unforeseen circumstances like uh, shipment delay or anything like that. So we do have that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know that uh, Phil and Shannon ordered shirts already. Uh, ah, okay. All right. I see what Jason's referring to now. I'll have to go back and check Merrill's, uh, sounds like I'll have to go back and check out Merrill's video. Okay. So, uh, Tonight we were we had kicked around the idea we were going to do a little giveaway. We're going to forego that though, and maybe we will uh, do that either Wednesday or Sunday. Uh, who knows? So you're going to want to stay tuned because Mike had reminded me with with everything going on, it had kind of slipped my mind too. I had I had uh, forgotten about that, but people may recall back the beginning of um, well, actually, I think it was the end of March, the very end of March that we did that. We brought up a new game of Joker's Wild for Jester's grab bags. Uh, Digging Buddy in the house. Welcome aboard. And, uh... We had wound up... Those were done courtesy of... Mike Lockwell Metal Detecting Central Illinois. <clears throat> Subsequently... We were to get those out by April 1st, and and we did. But somehow, in the mix of everything, other things that were going on at the time, preparing for detecting the heartland, promoting detecting the heartland, all of that stuff, it slipped 
because when we do giveaways, those prizes are not necessarily always here in the prize vault. They are sometimes held by other people. And many times they are, there are a number of them that are held by Mike because he is a very big supporter of the show. And we do appreciate that very, very much. And it's always, it, it just, it works out super great. Mike does a wonderful job packing the prices and shipping them out. We appreciate it. And Mike had contacted me yesterday to remind me, hey, you've still got two Chester's grab bags to give out on the show. So there's those. I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember exactly what are in the Jester's grab bags now at this point. Uh, even if people would go back and see the post about the Jester's grab bags, I believe they changed a little bit. Um, <laughs> nice. But, uh, Well, absolutely. Uh, Mike is always interested in the uh, foreign coins for grab bags. So we've got the two Jester's grab bags. <clears throat> and we've also got three... Uh, I believe they were called price samplers, where it will come with... Uh, I believe a foreign coin dated no um what I I believe dated up to 1950 or earlier I want to say maybe a a steel cent trio and two nickels which don't quote me I don't I don't remember those could be you know maybe a buffalo and a V uh something like that either way very cool and we will have those that we will get given away this month um because I missed it I forgot all about it. That's all, uh, that's all my fault. Wait a minute. Working on, hmm. Did I see that right, Frank? Working on some ugly box Aquatech shirts. Hmm. 
Well, if that's the case, we're going to have to talk. <laughs> Where do you find the time, Frank? We're uh, between building ugly boxes, building aquatechs, checking the critter cam, hunting the beach, maybe there's and time for munching on some candy corn and doing some grilling. Where do you find the time to do this other stuff? I don't get it. For me, it just seems like there's not enough time in the day. I can't seem to get everything done. We are trying, though. We've, we've almost got the fence up. We've almost got the fence up. Uh, <laughs> nice. Florida Hunt Events, Greg. Changed it right there, right in the middle of it. <laughs> I like it. I'm in Florida. Time stands still here. <sighs> well, see, that's that must be what the issue is. Uh, well, yeah, absolutely. I agree. Jason's right. It would be. It would be. So, yeah, yeah, Mike, don't forget, dealing with fan mail. Eh, he likes to deal with fan mail, I think. I don't know. Call me strange. Call me strange. Ah. So, we do have those. We're, we're trying to, uh, we will try to get those given away this month. My apologies, uh, to Mike on forgetting about that. Um, I don't know. I, I should have had it done already. It just, it slipped my mind. Actually, um, <laughs> oh my God, I got to, the chat is just killing me tonight. <laughs> nice. So, once again, apologies to Mike and Mental Detecting Central Illinois for forgetting about those. But since he did remind me yesterday, it is back up on the radar. We will get those given away this month. We will get them given away, hopefully, over the next few shows. We'll see. And uh, Wednesday, it seems like some people, uh, they, they weren't quite sure how to take Wednesday's show. They thought that there should have been... Uh, some people that do lists specifically mentioned as far as the uh, top metal detectors. But 
I don't know if they missed something or if they had taken things out of context or what. The The main point of Wednesday's show was to not necessarily promote this particular article because I did not post a link to it. I will not post a link to it. I mean, if you can Google it and find it, that's great. And I gave out enough information in Wednesday's show that pretty much anybody can find it. But, uh, that's one of those that you, you have to kind of watch out. It was there. Huh. Well, Chuck is in the chat. That is surprising, because I figured he would not be in the chat at all. Uh, I figured he would be tied up for quite some time. So it's good to see that Chuck is in, good to see that Chris is in. Welcome aboard, Chris. Uh, and good to see that uh, apparently Chuck is, he has arrived back safely. That is definitely good to see. So, the point of Wednesday's show, it was not necessarily to to say, you know, this person has a better list than this person, this person has a better list than that person, and mention these specific people. The whole purpose of Wednesday's show was to basically say, look, you know, this article is a joke. This article is nothing but a trap. It's a way for the the authors of the article or their publishers to make money off of the unsuspecting. And to mention that, hey, the article did mention right off the bat, we get a commission if you purchase through these links. But to let people know, do not under any circumstance, purchase through those links. Don't fall into the pitfall trap. <clears throat> Make sure that you do your research. You get your information from a reliable source. A reputable source. And there are good sources out there. And then if you're ready to make your purchase, like you decide you've, you've went to one of these reputable sources and you decide, hey, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm, I'm getting into the hobby. I want to get myself a detector. Then you contact a reputable dealer like Chuck, I mean, that's that's the dealer we promote here. And there's a reason for that, because if you go through the big box store, the online link, you don't get that after the sale customer service. And that is the biggest part that needed to be mentioned about that article, because you're only cheating yourself. It's good to see you've made it back, Chuck. Oh, yeah. Now it's nice down here and cooling down and a bit of a cold beverage, and uh, it was good. 
Wow. We were able to get to it with a lot of heavy water and knocked her down quick and did a little cleanup and rolling some stuff out. So we got her down. But I wish people watched Way what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, there, I want to say just a couple of weeks before DTH, we had uh, an unfortunate incident where there were two houses very close to one another, out in the middle of nowhere in the country, and somebody decided they were going to go out and burn their trash, very dry, go out and burn their trash and walk away from it, and next thing you know, not only did it catch and start the surrounding brush and woods and things like that on fire, but it also took their house and created fire damage to the neighbor's house. That's too bad. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah, but yeah, if, if you're still talking about that top five assortment of low-end detectors. Right. That's not how they advertise it. They just advertise them as the best. Yeah. And, you know, you got Gold Digger. He's reputable. We got Tim down right. in southwest Missouri. We've got myself, um, guys out on the west coast. If you're doing gold, I got... AIP yeah. mining and AZO uh, and yeah, Rob Joey out of AIP and uh, Van Boone. They will help you. Van Boone, I believe. Yes. We got we got a lot of good folk out there, and and uh, I don't know. There's some newer companies that have come on board. I've met a few of the people, and uh, but haven't got to know them well enough to say yay or nay or hear good feedback. Right, yeah, uh, that's one of those where, well, you know, we'll we'll sit back and watch, and time will tell, and and believe me, time does tell. Yep. So, and then when yes, we know, we talk about them, and you can't make don't. everybody happy. You just no. can't get a hundred percent. Sometimes you can get ninety-eight, but that other couple percent, it's like, oh well, we'll work on it harder. Well, and. Uh, you know, one person had specifically mentioned that I should have mentioned a, a particular person's list and, and I'm not trying to be, uh, I'm not trying to intentionally be vague. It's just, I'm not trying to promote anyone's particular list necessarily. We're just trying to mention that, Hey, this is not the article that you should follow. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, and uh we we've got a group out there that still have been in it a long time and and people to give you input. We got Frank on here and Steve and you and many others on here that you know can answer some questions and say what would you buy? Then then then, then we get a plethora. We get right. a ton of well, I'm on a Deus 2, I'm on a Legend 2, I'm on the 800, I just got the 900, I want the Manticore, or I've got a Manticore and it's killer, but it has things I don't like, but overall I like it a lot. And the same, mm-hmm. you know, you'll hear back and forth on a lot of different things. And, um, you know, and then sit down and talk with a dealer. Uh, you know, one of the first questions is, what's your budget? Have you just started out? Well, you know, and work through it with them and what kind of hunting you're going to do. Are you down along the beaches? Are you out in the, out in the mountains in Arizona and you're gold hunting? What, what are you doing? That's the whole right. thing. It's 
not What's, all one do all machine. Exactly. Now, there's some out there that come pretty close right now that uh, that several uh, manufacturers have. They're 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 really covering the bases well, but it's just a, not a perfect do all in some instances. No, I mean, if if there was if there was that end all be all machine out there, chances are good there would be yeah. many of us that are already using it and uh, really working over the places that you know people aren't going to find a whole lot after we've been there with this end all be all machine. Right, right. But it it just it isn't there yet. Steve, Steve loves his stick and frisbee. <laughs> yeah. yeah i i and, and that little xterra pro is a nice little machine especially the for the that price i feel a little left out on that one was it, it's based on the old xterra series mm-hmm. and when you got up to the 705 that little yeah, was that little machine, machine was a little gold hound too yes it was and this one doesn't have that programming in it like like the other one did well now you look up at the 900 the 800 the manacore will work that kind of stuff so i haven't had a chance to try that i'm a long ways from the gold fields but that could change right we, yeah we could take off and say i need to try this that's Joey right wants me to come out to california anyway well it's been a while since you've been out there that's probably yeah, high time oh well, i'm due so yeah we trip up into the gold fields and the way it sounds, especially out the old ones and they replenished, <laughs> right? And especially right now, it sounds like uh, supply lines have definitely opened up for the Manicor. Yeah, uh, sounds like it would be a great opportunity for you to take one along and give it a shot. I've been totally tempted. I mean, but now I'm back on a little bit of a wait list because I got a whole bunch in and. I just packaged up. I've got one more left. I just packaged one to ship. It's going to Maryland tomorrow. And uh, my temptation is there, but another gentleman talking to me about the one I've got left, and Joey has one left on the West Coast in the store. So that's it. Wow. Well, they are. I mean, even with the supply lines opening up, the Manicore is probably the most in-demand coveted machine right now on the market that people are wanting to get their hands on and get it out there in the field. Yep, and the new Legend and the new Simplex series has its shipping, but it's not here Oh, yet. yeah. Yeah, the... uh notified the, it was shipping from there to here. Now, is it coming by plane or slow boat? I don't know. I, they've got a lot of stuff coming. My guess is coming container. It's a good possibility. Uh, and I know they, they did kind of revamp things with the carbon fiber and everything. Uh, the Legend is, and the Simplex as well, they're both very well-built machines for the price point. Oh, hello, Steve Pacifico. Uh-oh, hello, Just Steve. Just signed in, and Frank's backpedaling here. He's mm-hmm. running it all on Phil. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, you yeah. Funny Steve? Yeah, see, I'm sure Steve's hitting the beach. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw a picture of him. I'm sure he's hitting the beach, and he's probably doing okay. You know, you yep. don't see Steve necessarily post a lot of what he's finding. No. Uh, you may he's see been him... using the DS2 the last I knew a lot. Yes. Yes. He has been using the DS2 a lot. He's been doing well with it. He likes it, and he especially likes the Aquatex with it. Aha. Uh -huh. Those Aquatex are loud. Loud for DS2. Uh, <laughs> I can definitely understand the whole stick and frisbee reference, though. I mean, of course, my day is I used to kind of refer to it as a starship bottle cap. Right. I but, should I uh, should put a challenge out there to Steve and Frank. They need to call in and give us their top five detectors. Oh boy. That that's liable to to stir up a fire. Oh, I know what Frank's gonna say. Oh yeah, I know. I, I'm sure Squatch is in the house. Kind of liking that DS2. Yeah. Yep. He says he's loving the D2. Yes, he is. Oh, but there's two and, of them on the list, and then it's going to be Manicore, Manicore, thirty, 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 thirty for Frank. <laughs> right. I like it. Maybe a little bit of Equinox sprinkled in there or something. Yeah. But yep. yeah, Steve, Steve, he's been liking the D2, and, and a lot of people don't realize it necessarily, but Steve also has, uh, well, I don't know, I believe he still has them in the arsenal. Uh, I believe a CTX, uh, a Legend, I I want to say I believe I've not. heard him. Yeah, and I believe oh. I've heard him even talk about an ex-cal from time to time. So he's he's fairly well versed in machines himself. ORH Manicore DS2 Legend AT Max and Pro, and then yeah, that's uh, that's what? a little different. Yeah, for what? And those would be good, but. Yeah. Uh, you you threw the match on the fire everybody's there. Everybody's price range. You start right. rolling up past the legend. Now you're DS2 and the Manicore, and they're up in the well. The DS2 you can buy that in bits and pieces. Right, like any you can DS, move up you with can that. you don't you have can to buy kind it of build that and add to it. Have done that. But you threw the match on the fire there, Chuck. We've got Steve on with us. Oh, good. You guys talked me right into the show. There you go. All right, give me your top five list. What would you call it in, in your experience? In your opinion, in hunting, what what have you found? Now I know you're on that DS two and you're loving it. What else? Or maybe the, just the best five that you think. Say, uh, Frank, Frank is not my friend. No. <laughs> All right, we got that statement done. Now, what are your top five? <laughs> it's weird because I've only been in detecting for like eight years. I'm not like, I'm honestly, I'm not like Frank that's got to get every machine and try it. And somebody said, I started out with the um, CTX, and okay. honestly, there's, there's nothing like it. I'm, I'm a big proponent. Yep. 
if I'm going to go hunt the dirt, I'm taking a seat back. Okay. I then liked the Equinox. I got the Equinox, and I was using the Equinox strictly for the beach. Love it. Love that Equinox for the beach. Now, was Just this for the right. dry and the wet? Uh, everything, the dry, the wet. And guess what? When I would go in fresh water, i bring mm-hmm. the CTX. Only oh, because yeah. I think the stream and, and I like it better in the fresh sort of fresh water. If I'm yes. in a lake, I, I want to take my CTX. Uh, but okay. the salt water, I'll put the Knox. And the beach, the Knox. I'll use that also. So, so we've got the CTX and the Knox. Now, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm using this Deus 2 on the beach, man, and I am loving it. I just, you know, I was never a guy that was for deeper, deeper, you know, I never, I never wanted to fall for any, oh, Jesus, any of these scams about these detectors and coils going deep. But right. everybody was talking today, it's going deep, deep, deep. And guess what? It, it kind of does so far. So I'm using that for the summer on the beach exclusively, along with, I'm actually going to be bringing out the legend on the beach. Nice. So ah. I've been toying. I've been toying around with that. Now, as for you, want to say top five detectors? I, I, I'm going to tell you what I can. I love the CTX. Mm-hmm. I, I can't rate. I'm not going to rate them on, on the scale. Just all five in in one. Like I said, the CTX, not the D2. Any Noka machine is, is coming out that's really worth looking at. The Legend. Yep. They is, have really is, proven to be a serious competitor in the industry. Yes, they have. And not only in quality of machine, but um, service, personal service. And then you can never, ever, ever deny the AT Pro. Nope, that is a stalwart in the industry. Yeah, I mean, it It has been and continues to be one of the most popular machines and most widely used machines the world over. I mean, Garrett well, has made themselves... The top uh, selling machine yeah, the Garrett has reliable. made themselves a heck of a series with that. Yeah, all reliable. And, and you know, and, and I'm kind of been putting the CTX in the same category as the um at pro anymore it's the old reliable you know but you can't i i i'm gonna go and say that the manicore is proving itself out there too from what frank tells me but machines like the manicore the d2 and the knox their their technology is different than the ctx and the at pro but they're knocking it out of the park they're getting the job done i was doing some testing earlier today with a 900, now I have a test garden that these coins have been buried now pretty close to eight years. And I buried them at the start six and more inches deep. So they moved some and things like that. So I, I had the, the 900 just testing to see what I could hit. And I know... And some of the these garden. targets aren't necessarily easy targets. No, they are not. Some are... Uh, kind of halfway laid over up. Some are up and down, upright. And I got almost, I hit almost every one of them. And this is in about a 25 by 25 square in rows that I can go and test. 
and it hit most all of them very hard in extremely dry soil. This ground is like a rock, and it was that's why I wanted to get over there because that stuff is hard, and started working with it. And the only one it missed that I could figure out was a I've got a thin barber dime that's standing almost straight up and down, and it would not it would not hit that. And I, the last time I measured, it was showing ten inches. Yeah, but you know what? It may hit it at another time. Yep, yeah. a little water on it will light it right up. Okay, here. You're kind of hiding. Yep. Right. Here, here is a question out of the chat. Jason wants to know if Chuck can speak on is the 900 as deep as the Manicor? in the test garden, about as deep as the Manicor? Right now, pretty much yes. Now, the Manicor on that upright dime, I set one up for a guy and I had him out there and was showing him what it would, it would just give a really light clip, and this soil was still dry. That's just a little over a week ago, and uh, we haven't had any rain. Right. And it just gave me a little gray not a dark black dot but it gave me a little gray mark on the line so yeah the manicore and the 900 but i haven't set it up for the manicore let's say i set everything at 12 inches and see what i can hit um, i don't use air testing that is a terrible way to test a detector especially um, if it's a mine lab yeah and some of the others but i put them in the ground and i let them set i i mean They've been there. I mean, I know where they're at approximately. The Indian head penny, uh, the 900 lit up on it. Uh, the wheat, uh, I got a stand delivery quarter in there. No date. I actually have an Ike dollar it I put in at 10 inches, and it just banged that Ike dollar. And different things like that. And I've got a silver ring in there. It banged the silver ring real nice. And, and that's uh, very respectable deep. considering how dry the ground is right now. Right. And I've exactly. used many other machines on it, including a DAS-2. And the DAS-2 performed very well. And they, you just got to get a feeling a little more for that DAS and understand it a little better. And uh, I haven't worked with the DAS-2 as much as I should. Hey, Josh, have you... Uh unboxed your manicure, named it, and maybe started using it, turned it on yet, or what? No, I've been setting up other people's. I ran one for two days. Uh, a guy was coming to pick it up, and I set up just kind of a basic program in it and worked with it on the test garden, took it out in the field, and I was pinging some deep stuff in the field at close to a foot, and uh, that was earlier why we still had some moisture, and then he picked it up, and he's just he's killing it with that manicure. He he really loves it. His first afternoon with it, he popped three gold rings. Bang, bang, bang. In a place he's hunted forever. Yeah, I wanted to know if Josh got his started up. Yes, I have actually. It has been registered, charged, all of that. Unfortunately, with the ground as dry as it is, can't really get to these areas that I I would really love to put it through its paces in and see what it kicks up. So I'm I'm kind of waiting to get some moisture in the ground. 
Well, study up. Get your YouTube videos going. Talk to Frank and, you know, start to do your homework before you well, get out in the classroom. You know what I, mean? I, I don't know if we'll be doing any YouTube videos. I mean, there you go. now there's a serious question here. Digging, digging Buddy's got this, and I'm going to lean on Steve a little bit. Can we talk about gold chains? Is there a machine or special consideration for finding gold chains, or is it just not possible? The 800... There is machines that will find gold chains. Yes. yes. Good. The, eight, the, the, the Equinox 800 was mm-hmm. very good on the beach. Um, <laughs> i got to tell you, I, I mean, I found so much with it, and I enjoyed it. And yeah, I, I believe there's some chains I found. I, I don't remember. You know what? You know what? I find stuff. And I don't remember which machine it's with. But I believe I found some chains with the with the knocks. And I know a lot of guys found chains with the knocks. Right? Yeah. that's one thing that is good for. And the dais can do it too. Yeah, I haven't found any yet. Like I said, I still put it through my paces, but I have found. So far with the dais, I found that school ring that was over about a good foot deep. Uh, I found another ring. I found a gold ring when we were out in Florida, and that was like right on the top of the sand, and that was like boom. But uh, this weekend, uh, I found another. I found a fake ring that was down about a good foot. So this thing is hitting on ring-like targets, but no, no change yet. I mean, like I said, I, mean, I still got a whole summer to go. Well, well, and I know I posed this question to Frank about the Manicor about how it would do on chains because I I suspect it will do good on chains. But we yeah, know but the we got to put it through the patience first. You got to you know you got to yep. you got right. to expect finding out at two different things. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, because you you can suspect and <clears throat> you can speculate all day long. But nothing is going to be real in-field experience with said machine. Right. And stud earrings are thin chains. Thin chains are very elusive. Uh, thicker yeah. chains, it's going to stand out. Like I, I did a recovery of a uh, Cuban chain, and that thing stood out. Boom. That was, you know, that's bigger. But the yeah. thinner chains, these little fine gold ones are tough. And I have found them with the 800. Yeah. I mean, good golly, I don't know how they survive. And a lot of that, I believe, is attributed to that faster processor and multi-IQ technology. Because the Equinox will see them. Unfortunately, the CTX will struggle with them. Uh, And I guess we've got Frank chiming in, too. Yeah, you need to hang up on him immediately. Why are you ruining my show? No, no. You, you, you had no, to call Bill in. No, Bill Porter said you wanted me to call in. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you're going to yeah. say. 30-30 Manicore, 30-30 Manicore, 30-30 Manicore. Uh, the, the, the man, I haven't got any full-blown, like, full-blown gold chains. I've got several bits and pieces of chain, bracelet, or whatever they are. The manacore will hit them. Here's the issue with the manacore. Okay. There's such a diversity of, of frequencies in the different packages you run that I've run I've run modes where it, it it really hits them no better than the CTX, 
and then you switch the mo- you switch to a different frequency package, and it, it hits these little chains very well, just like the Knox does. Okay, but so you're it, you're kind of talking, you know, if I'm running in high conductive as opposed to low conductive. Exactly. There, there's such a diversity in the high and low. Like other, yeah. other machines that you're running higher uh, uh, frequencies for higher stuff, there's still that overlap when you when you're running your low conductor. There's still enough frequencies in there that'll that'll make will pick up a high conductor. It's not like you're blanking them out, but the Manicor yeah. really does have this diversity where where you'll lose stuff. Uh, you'll you'll lose that low and mid conductor stuff when you're running a high conductor and, and the inverse when you're running a low conductor. Because I got news for you, I got I, I'm I'm sitting there and I'll sit here and I'll just I'll just throw coins in front of the coil, not not to do an air test, but to try and get an idea of the numbers that are that are coming in. Right, the VDI range or how that frequency set I'll that that what, hunting mode works. Twenty five is a nickel all day long. <laughs> but but here's the thing, I've got I've got a I got a pile of of the KG2s, KG3s, and I dug, I dug a really, really beautiful KG, 1694 KG in, in a, a state me and Steve were digging in, and I had to go through three different kind of modes before the Manticore would even see it. Ah. Now, when, when you're in the right mode, it screams. And this is, this is a, this is one that's been cooked. It's a very shiny, it's beautiful condition. The crusty ones, they hit it. It doesn't matter where I'm at. They hit it all, all day long. But this one particular coin, and I don't know why it is, but I had to go through three, four different modes before the Manticore hit on it. I'll be darned. And, That's yeah, different. And, and, I, and the, the, the thing about guys, guys are talking about how, how, you know, whether it's as deep as the knocks. Listen, when you're, when you're digging with the Manticore and you're at your, your six to 12 inch targets, it should be almost dead even with your knocks and with, with you know other machines. Where that manticore shines is when this when you are in trashy areas. And right, there are the separation, the processor speed. It, it separates so well at deep. The the first the, the first good coin I found down here was a one real in trash, and that was measured every bit of eighteen inches deep. But you're not you're not going to be able to judge a difference with, with targets with, with the Knox and the Manicor when they're you know when they're six to ten six to twelve maybe that they're, they're it's going to it's going to perform just like any metal detector but it's when you get in that sketchy situation where this thing likes to see in between the trash yep. right and at that point you have to ask yourself you know do, does your does your budget only allow for, say, an Equinox 900, or does it allow for a Manicore? And if it does, is yeah. that difference in cost justifiable to you as the end user? That's yeah. The question is, where are you digging? Are you digging a lot of 18-inch targets? Because if you're not, there's plenty of machines out there that'll do a hell of a job, you know, up to, you know, a foot, you know, 13, right. 14 inches, maybe. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's where that that's where the CTX and the Manicore really, really shine. But if you're going to hunt the beach, honestly, if you're a beach hunter, you can put your faith in the Equinox because yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. The Equinox absolutely. is a great machine. Yeah, and, and or the CTX. Yep. Well, yeah, the CTX is a definite. But the times of honestly, the times of swinging a CTX on a beach anymore are. Going, going, going back. I mean, because um, it's heavy. It's a heavy machine. I, I think so. Yeah. Good job. You can do just as good a job with a lighter machine. 
That's yeah. just my opinion. You look know. look at the Equinox. Look at the Manticore. I mean, these machines are half the weight of the CTX. That's not to say the Equinox is... You can't compare the Equinox to the CTX. It's apples to oranges. But they Guess are what? lighter weight. I know, but I'm going to... Like I said, I'm choosing the Knox over the CTX on that beach. And I know Frank doesn't. He... He went kind of went back to the CTX, and he. I, I've, I've been going back and forth in CTX. The CTX is just so, like at least in my head, because I mean, relatively, I'm still new with the Manicore. I'm finding a lot of stuff with the Manicore, but but I my trust is still in the CTX. Yeah. Now that may change yeah, yeah. over time. It's hard to put a good machine down. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's ingrained, it's, it's ingrained in our heads too. So you know what I mean. We know we can pick that up. Anywhere in the world and start using it. And exactly. We're going to know how to use it. And with, uh, say, like going back to the CTX, you know, for those of us that have ran a CTX, it's our comfort zone. We know that machine. Same way with the 800 moving. The 900 isn't that much difference, but moving from the 800 over to the Manicore and a CT, you know, yeah, or, or switching over to the DS2, you jump from a comfort zone. You're into a new system. You're into a new scale on right. what they're responding at. I mean, and how it's read. And and it's you easy to want to set that new machine down right. and revert back to what you know. But that's well, how I'll tell you, we I'll tell you what, tweak the, it. The question I get asked, I, I get asked about is, well, why why not just why not just put it down and, and get completely comfortable with the Manicore and use that. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the difference for me from the CTX to the Manicore. And, and don't get me wrong, guys. The only machine out there right now that may make me completely put down the CTX is, is the, the Manicore. Manicore. However, I have, I've written programs and all this crap for the CTX. I have one, I have one set of tones and, and, and so-called programs that I have in my CTX that I use for everything it doesn't matter where i go it doesn't matter the only thing i change when i go to the beach is i put the black sand filter on that's the only thing i do you can't do that with a manicure you can't do that with a knox you go into different conditions and you must change and that's a result of few fewer frequencies not that it's a bad machine you can get to the you can get to the finish line with these machines it's easier for me to get to the finish line when I don't have to tweak anything, I run one program on the on the CTX and I never have to change it. Right, that, turn that, on that and go. Twenty eight frequencies versus five frequencies. Yeah, that is a good point. You're in your comfort zone. You know that machine. You know what it's going exactly. to do. I know it too. I do about the same thing you do. I right. rarely ever switch anything when I'm running the thirty thirty. Right. Turn it on, yeah. boom, and I'm out. And uh, yeah, and by the same token, I know for a fact I know that there's little tiny target, and, and everybody's like, "Well, how small a target?" Listen, there's I, I've done pie I've done pie wedges, you know, uh, real uh, pie cuts with with the CTX, and I have I haven't found that kind of target yet with the Manicore, but I know the Manicore will see that better at depth. So I you know, know I the Manicore will see the it. You know the Manicore will see targets like that, though, because look right. at how small some of the targets are that you have been finding with the Manicore. Yeah. Not some saying the that are, they are great targets, but you, you see exactly. the size of them. But you know, and, and some of these, some of these targets are targets I know the CTX will not see. 
But by the same token, I can take the CTX into terrain with with more ease than than any other machine out there right now. Anyway, so I'm not right. I'm not ready to give it up. But I am like I'm hitting the beef tomorrow. It's the manacore all day tomorrow. And I'm it sounded and, and it I sounded hope, like you I had hope, digging, buddy. That you he he was the one that asked the question on the chains that started all this. Right. Got some yeah. sort of input there because he's using a Deus two, but that Knox will hit fine gold chains. I've I'm, had sure it he, I'm sure he got some good input because you figure right now, I mean, if you need a sounding panel, you've got a great one right here tonight with the four of us like that. And you were, it sounded like you were going to add something to that, Steve. Yeah. Well, you know, besides Frank talking too much, um, <laughs> I was, telling, I was, I was telling him today, uh, same thing with the dais. I, I took their, sensitive beach program and i went through every step of the program everything i did with the program and kind of tweaked it the way i wanted it to be and now on the beach it's run. i I can't even hear it sometimes i don't even think it's on um it just runs that smooth right The, the three things there's something you have to do when you turn on the dais all i have to do is press the button for the headphones. You pick which headphones every time you turn it on. Then if the ground balance isn't set, I have to I might have to ground balance it. That takes two seconds. Or maybe do the noise cancel and then it's oh, and the other thing I have to do is because it always resets is I make my numbers large. You know, you hold the two buttons down and it, it makes your, your VDI numbers larger so you can see them. And after that, it's smooth sailing, man. It's go. I don't have to sit there and go well, I got to change this. The sense I got to do this. Change this. No, once it's on the beach, man, it's running smoothly, and bam, targets come out. Man, you hit a target with that thing, you know it. You know but, it. And listen, every machine I use, every machine I use has the Aquatex on it, and those things are honestly, they're like the Cadillac to me. They're a Cadillac. A lot of people say, "Oh, I don't like the big puffy headphones." Guess what? The the wire bothers me absolutely zero when I'm detecting with any machine I have. And the headphones are just, they're, they're, I can't tell you how nice, loud, and clear that yeah. they are. Yeah, when, for, when for people that are like, oh, I don't like the full ear headphones or whatever. Well, you haven't tried to write one. Oh, I were. <laughs> yeah. And, but the thing is, that the ear, especially on the beach, that, that salt water will ruin Yeah. That salt water will eat your headphones up. You don't even have to be in the water. That's the, you know, that's the benefit of the, the waterproof headphones is you're not buying as many pairs because I've had charging ports turn green, mm-hmm. you know, on these yeah. headphones. And, yeah, it's just, well, one thing, one thing that, I, that I had seen on not an Aquatec, another pair, a friend of mine does a lot of diving using the hookah system, the blue, and the way his mask is set up, he gets a lot of the exhale air going out, and it eventually loosened the cuffs, believe it or not, and yeah. gave him a problem with it. So huh. that yeah. is, a, you know, that's a little different. I mean, I, I don't know how long any set of dive units last, but I've used other brands of dive underwater. And they 
they're just so muffled because they're using instead of a the vibration unit in the ear is metal steel and it doesn't give you a clear sound right yeah but we're actually we're actually and, and this this was a result of talking to to josh in, in illinois we are I, i'm actually testing some stuff we're out still working on that Be- believe it or not uh we we, we have a, we have a couple of ideas that'll uh it, this this w- it would most likely be a a diving specific headphone. It's not it's not the shallow dive headphones like we use like the Aquatex. The Aquatex aren't made to go 100 feet. I mean they they'll withstand 100 feet, but if you dive 100 feet, you know that your ears have to equalize. So a, a closed ear. Well, the only ones that, that I know of that really make a good dive unit, and I've listened to them in the water, that kind of stuff is FW Fishers. But they are solid wired into that detector. And, yeah, well, there's, uh, there's no way around that. No way right. around that. You're gonna, you're and that's gonna a 200, to, but, 200 foot unit plus. Right. Yeah. Well, like I said, that that's the thing with with the headphones. That the, the headphones that we build, they are they are pre-tested. The components are pre-tested to well over a hundred feet. The problem is, if you have them on and you're diving, diving or, or deep diving, your ears won't equalize properly. Right. Inside a cup headphones, you're always going to have to be messing with them to get them equalized on the way down. So but what, what we're what we're playing with now is something a little different, and uh, we'll see. Right. I'm not even we're not I'm not even talking about it yet until I I get the components that actually work the way that we want them to work. There so basically, be, we've kind of uh, expounded a little bit on what we had discussed in Illinois, and it yeah. it could be seen in a dive model, basically. Yeah, but see, I mean, it, it, if it if it works, it, it, there's nothing to say it couldn't be put into any model. Um, but specifically, right. uh, after talking to you, and then I talked to a diver up at FH9, and they they kind of told me what they would like to have. So now it's just been the past couple of weeks have been nothing but researching how to make that happen without being a bone conduction. Bone conduction is is, is great, but you're still getting the same kind of sound loss as you did with the old. Headphones, so this is this right. something completely yeah. different. And if you can make it work, it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, and for people for people that don't know, bone conduction is it's a it's a completely different audio setup. And yeah, I have to agree, the audio is okay with bone conduction, but it's it, just it's a not tiny, it's a tiny the same. little yet so plate that instead of vibrating on plastic, vibrates on your bone, which is right. all fine and good. It was a brilliant concept. But you still have the same setbacks with that as you do with a piezo plate. So the idea exactly. is to not only keep sound in your ears, but to give you something besides sound. When you know, the diver, the last the diver I talked to has a bad ear; he can't hear out of one of his ears. And this idea will work if I can get the parts to make it happen. I mean, it's it's exactly. it's, it's crazy that the stuff you have to go through to get one little piece that works. I'd yes. like to know how it is. You listen to everybody else, but whenever I tell you anything, it bounces off. <laughs> wait, wait, do I know who are you? Exactly. Do I know you? Exactly. You go finish your show. Just remember, Frank, you got to breathe in between sentences, okay? Uh-huh. All right, guys, I'm going. I got to I got to get ready. All right, Good Steve. Hey, Good thanks for dropping by, Steve. Yeah, man, yeah Steve, hang up so I can talk about you. You know what? Yeah, no one will message me about it, will they? They tell Frank. All right, good night, everyone. Good night, buddy.
<laughs> well, <sure. clears throat> wow. Well, that is interesting to hear that that, that uh, potential concept is still on the drawing board then. Yeah. Well, first thing we had to do is figure out how to make the damn thing work because right. the, the, way that, the way that I was originally going to do it just simply does not work. But right. we, uh, we we learned we learned more about headphones and headphone uh, audio frequency and I said we're 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 expanding. Uh, who knows how long down the road it is, but at least I got an idea how to put it together now. So we'll see what happens. Exactly, and people have to stop and remember too, in the evolution of Aquatex, there was you know a a two two and a half year experimentation yeah. period just with trying to find the right speaker. Yeah, there was there was a hundred a hundred set of drivers that we went through. Right. Wow. So it but it is it's it's a time consuming process. There's there's a lot R&D, that goes into R and D. And R and D takes a long time and uh mm-hmm. that, capital that's outlay that's until you find the right stuff. Yeah. And we work backwards. We work we're working backwards. I know I know what I need the headphones to do now i'm just trying to find a way to get from a to b and make exactly. it happen how do i make it do that make it cost effective make it small enough make it waterproof and make it effective right and you know and and, and in the case of you doing what you do just think the detector companies especially the three that are seeming to come out with more R&D going on than right, anybody, and that's right my now. lab and Notka. Uh, right that's now, what? we don't know much R&D going on for Garrett. I'm sure it is. And then for Fishers, unknown. Uh, you know, from concept on the board to getting it into people's hands most of the time. Five to seven years. Seven years. That's right. That's right. And it, it's just... You know it, that that that's the toughest part. You, you you can't even think about releasing something like this to the public. I don't even like to talk about it because, for all I know, what what I want to happen can't be done yet. Maybe it can, right? But right, it, it, that that that's what the research is for. And and listen, the research is expensive too. You have to buy this stuff to test it. Yeah, so, it's not cheap, and it takes time. To the point where you can start saying we've got them. We're going to manufacture them. We're going to leak it out, and we're going to work on this last year. And we're going to have prototypes in our testers' hands and get their feedback and start tweaking it. And sometimes we have seen in the past that there wasn't enough, quite enough tweaking, and yeah. things had to be changed. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, even even right down with the with the Aquatech. Even right down to the placement of the vents of, of the ports to hear the speaker system, that changed a hundred times. And yep. every every inch you move a hole actually changes the sound. So right. it, it, it's a gentleman on his manicure, the likes and dislikes, and he doesn't use headphones. Right. right. He wanted a speaker on the next manicure up front. Well, if you look at the design. Uh, there's no room up front. He did not like the side buttons. He said back on the E-Track, everything was up front. And the same thing with the 3030. And you could navigate it 
without having to push buttons on the side. These are his dislikes. He was very, very straightforward, but he loved the way the Manticore shows you your graphics, and he loved certain things. Uh, and he said uh, he liked the flashlight idea, but he said that was already out on other detectors. And I said, well, they added it, you know, and uh, just different things like that. And he had he had his yep. likes and dislikes, but overall he rated the Manticore very high. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Tell me, what what machine has ever come out that there wasn't something you were going to not like about it? There's things on the Manticore I don't like. No, There's I, things on the CTX I didn't like about it. it, it, it you're never going to, I mean, you're, you're striving for perfection, but you're never going to get well, perfect. He doesn't think that it. the Manticore's ergonomics were really changed much. And... And he was comparing it, believe it or not, to a Vanquish handle, uh, right. showing the difference, the height difference, things like that. But he didn't say because of this it was giving him stress on an arm or anything. He just doesn't think that they, you know, they're touting it on the box and, and when they sell it, the different ergonomics. Well, it's closer in the ergonomics to the 3030. And the 3030 right. has excellent balance and ergonomics. Yes, it and, does. And, and for people using that 3030, yes, it's heavier, but it balances so well, it does not fatigue my arm yet. No. Yeah, and they, they also raise they also raise that upper shaft, so it's actually kind of laying on the bottom of your arm. Your arm's not kind of hanging there, so it's a little... I, I can feel the difference in the stress on my wrist. Um, yep. I, again, again, I, I talked to Chuck about this early on. I'm not necessarily thrilled with the with the lower shaft, but but this but it doesn't mean the machine is not doing what they say it does. The machine works like a champ. And yeah. is there stuff I would I would I would change on it if I was building it? Yeah, maybe, but mostly cosmetic stuff, maybe a little of the ergonomic stuff. But the you machine, know, he brought a point out work. about the cams on on the shafts. He's afraid right. to over tighten them. Yeah. Uh, he said people are complaining it'll spin. Well, take her down good and snug till it doesn't spin anymore. If it breaks, you got three years to get it fixed. And, right. And that was my concern too, Chuck. I told you about that day yep. one that I thought, but I got news for you. I have cranked them down, and yep. they're not. And they're again now it's not moving, and they didn't break, which surprised me. I thought sure I was going to break them, but no, they didn't well, break. It, it almost looks like the same bolt that was on the. Uh, arm cuffs that you could snap that plastic head and right. it, it right. happened a lot guys would crank that down on the arm cuff on the 705 snap yep. it but from what i found i have not felt that i was going to break it well and i gotta admit yeah, no, too it, when it, it i first break. saw it that i i gotta kind of side with frank there i was a little concerned about the uh the cam locks but me too so far, they but, seem okay. Time will tell. We'll have to see what happens. I haven't had anybody ranting and raving that they broke one yet. Exactly. But if, I, if, if anybody from Mind Lab is listening, I have one complaint that I'm not going to take back. It, they, they need to key the ends of the shafts. I pull that lower shaft out like I'm using that go find. Just like they did the 3030s. Hmm. Exactly. Put a little key on there so it twists in sideways and can't pull out. Because I'm on the beach extending that thing, and sure as hell, I'm pulling that lower shaft out of the bottom of the machine. Right. Now, for 30-30, you had to put it in at a quarter turn, 
turn it right. back, it will not come out on you then. So, so exactly. that's actually two complaints then is the uh, the way those shafts aren't keyed and the fact that they named it the Manicor and not the Lopergolo. Exactly. It could have been the teenage something or other. But... All right, guys, I'm, I'm cutting out. I'm already, already a half hour over in your show. Yeah. So I'm going to back out too, Josh. And Frank, you have a great one there, brother. And everybody out there, stay safe. And if you're like our area, don't, don't go burning nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Hear it. yeah. It, All right, dry. guys, take it easy. We'll see you, Frank. Good luck oh. with the critter cam. Yeah, I like his critters. Yeah, and pretty pretty soon, I mean, I'm I'm trying to get my my other chores done, but pretty soon I should have my critter cam up and going. And I mean, we won't catch such interesting things as Frank, but we'll see what we catch. Well, you never know. Right. You might catch things that you don't want to know about. Yeah, who knows? I could check it and find out that Steve Pacifico come running through the yard or something. Oh, golly. (laughs) Josh, have a great one. I'm backing out, and I'm going to go kick back. Today's been a long day. We did nothing but run all day, so take care. You too, my friend. Thanks for the call. You bet. Bye-bye. And I'll tell you what, uh, for for people that, you know, they have questions about machines, uh, Hmm. <clears throat> it wound up tonight would have been, was, not would have been, tonight was a great opportunity. If you needed a sounding board for opinions on certain machines or environments, when the four of us get together like that, there truly is a wealth of information there. There's uh a lot of time under the belt with us um i mean there there's right there between the four of us there's more than a hundred years combined experience uh maybe that kind of dates some of us but uh and i'm i'm not gonna i'm not even gonna say you know who has the majority of those years of experience because I'm I'm not going to try to to uh I'm not going to get that all started. Uh obviously though for those that know Frank and I do have uh we're both pretty much just as long in the tooth. Uh not only as far as experience in the hobby and experience with uh, various machines, but also in doing these uh, shows for listeners or viewers, depending on how you look at it. But definitely some good information there, and, and we appreciate very much so when Frank and Steve are able to drop in and kick back with us every now and then, just like we drop in over on Detect America and kick back every now and then, let loose. <clears throat> it's it's a good time. And you, you may hear us kind of busting each other's chops here and there and stuff like that, but it's all in good fun. It's all in good fun. I mean, we, we all know each other 
you know, very well. Uh, we all respect uh, one another's opinions. The uh, the time that we have in the hobby, the the things that we've done in the hobby, and not only that, but I mean, we. I don't think. I mean, we do mention it. We do, whether it's here or whether it's on Detect America, we do mention how much we appreciate those that are are there for every episode and follow the show and enjoy the chat and all of that. But uh, sometimes you you just gotta reiterate that fact, and we do. We we truly appreciate all the listeners and the interaction that we have with the show, the, the people that call in the folks that, you know, win prizes. We love seeing it when you get the prizes and you post them up and, and all of that stuff. But like Chuck said, um, if you're in an area like Chuck is, or I am any, any place like that, that we have not seen much rain lately, be careful. I mean, don't don't do a lot of uh, burning. You know, now is not the time to say, "Hey, let's go outside and sit around the campfire," unless you're going to be responsible. You know, keep keep some water nearby or something like that because things are very very dry. Believe me, I know. Uh, the other day, just, just this past week, I've had to dig a couple of post holes and that's, that's some tough, tough ground to try and dig in right now. Can't hide your plugs. Thank God they were post holes. I don't have to worry about hiding a plug. I mean, I just, I stuffed a post in it. <laughs> Either way, though, great calls from Chuck, Steve, Frank. Great questions in the chat. Definitely, it has been a wonderful time with everyone. We enjoy everyone, and uh, we thank them all for dropping by. We will try and get the uh, the prizes that I spoke of earlier uh, given out this month. And we will make sure to mention them when we do that. But that is courtesy of Mike Lockwood, Metal Detecting Central Illinois. We love the support that Mike and the group show for the show. We we always appreciate that. Likewise, we always appreciate the support from our friends over at Detect America. Uh, they have also been big supporters of the show, and likewise, we try to reciprocate and uh, support them. So don't forget, tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern, Frank, Stephen, Ronnie, DA Live. Obviously, Shelly and Dawn, Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're here Sundays, Wednesdays, as we can be. Obviously, it's hard for some of us to do the shows. We're getting into that time of the year where it's hard for us to be there every episode because we want to get out and get our dig on, too. You know, we want to be able to report back to you listeners with the uh, in-field 
experience of how different machines or products are working, uh, things like that. And likewise, we like to hear from you folks about in-field experience with how machines and products are working. We have ran quite a ways over, though. We do appreciate everyone for hanging in there with us. We're going to roll on out of here. Have a wonderful evening, folks. We're gone. <laughs>